it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello there, welcome to this week's episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. Thanks once again for joining us. Remember, last week we spoke with Martin Stewart. Martin is Blind Citizens Australia's advocacy officer. And uh, last week in the program, he discussed his role, the importance of it, and uh, just how busy he's been with advocacy cases over the last three and a half years. We also talked about an incidence of discrimination related to the provision of material in alternate formats. Well, this week we have a similar discussion, except this one is uh, on a totally different issue. And it's one that many of us experience quite frequently in our lives, particularly those of us who are guide dog users. Let's move on to the second case study we have for this week. And this one says, several years ago, I joined a VIP slash blind dining out group in Perth. On one particular evening, we visited a restaurant. When we entered, I was told no dogs allowed. I haven't had this happen for so long. I got a shock. I told the man that he couldn't refuse my dog as she is an accredited seeing eye dog. He told me to tie her up outside the building. I refused this and asked to speak with the manager. He informed us that he was the manager whereupon I handed over my working dog ID card and tried to show him that he was not allowed to refuse my dog. He wasn't interested at all. I suggested that he contact the police to verify my stance. This he also refused to do. Martin, where do you think this sort of intransigence comes from? Is it is it simply a lack of understanding or is it a particular um, discriminatory behaviour on the part of, in this case, the restaurant owner? Can be for a number of reasons. Pure ignorance of the law and the training that guide dogs have can be a cultural belief or it could be that the person themselves has had a previous unfortunate experience with the dog Mm -hmm. and there could be even more than that. So there's various reasons and that's the first thing that we should think about when being confronted like this. Where is this person coming from? If you can evaluate either one of those responses pretty clearly in your mind, you can then set your discussion points to resolve it. I'm a strong believer that a new guide dog handler should be trained in the best ways to diffuse. And that training could be through role play activities where the known best practice can be practiced before you go out there in the world, because inevitably you will have circumstances like this. 
I think it's a point well worth making, and it comes back to the initial question that I asked you about the the previous case. This particular person says that um, they hadn't experienced this type of discrimination for quite some time, and it was it was very much a shock. Sometimes it's really hard to react in the moment when when something like that happens to you, and and I hearken back to a discussion I had with Graham Innes a few episodes ago, where we talked about how. It, to react in the moment. What would your advice be to somebody who is faced with such a blatant um, discriminatory practice and feels like in the moment they, they just don't know what to say or do? If you don't know what to say or do, uh, don't say a lot until you do know what to say or do. And that could be through withdrawing from the moment going home and doing some thinking and then talking to people such as myself, your friends, just to gauge and evaluate. And then you can approach it in a, in a much more considered and possibly informed way. That places you in a better position to persuade a change to what happened the problem with that approach, of course, um, is that in the moment you're going to a restaurant to have dinner. And if you yes. turn around and walk away, you don't get your dinner and certainly you don't get to be with the rest of your group. What do you think um, the response should be on behalf of, uh, for example, the other people who were part of that group and, and the, this person's allies? Is it appropriate if somebody is treated like that in a restaurant or in a, a service club or anywhere else for people to get up and walk out on protest? If you are in a collective circumstance, there may be someone who you feel will be able to transmit how you feel and have that discussion that you feel unable to. There may be someone who's more confident at that moment during that time, in which case there's a couple of choices when you're in a collective circumstance you can decide simply to sit down and see what the reaction is more difficult if you're in an individual circumstance or you can do what i've just said before you can actually withdraw the approach to withdraw is not something that would be easy at all because you're going to miss out on a great night and, and it's not something if you, it's only something that you would consider if you truly felt you didn't have another option. The, the other situation is that you may make a phone call. You may make a phone call to someone who you feel may be able to talk to the offending person. I've had phone calls from such circumstances live in action and have been able to talk down the situation and settle it. So that can happen. You've got to think pretty quickly though, because one of the things that people can do at times is overreact. And then we get reports that it was the person's aggressive behavior, whether it was or not, that gets talked about rather than the problem that was created through their discriminatory attitude. So you don't want to become the story. You want the story to be the refusal event. Mm. 
Many people who've been faced with situations like this have told me that um, they weren't very well equipped to deal with it in the first place and then they felt a lot of guilt because they felt like they'd let the community down. There's this perception that blind people need to be the ambassadors for the blind community all of the time and if they encounter discrimination they should deal with it effectively otherwise they're letting the, the team down. What are your thoughts on that and what would you advise people or how would you advise people to reframe that thinking? Well, you reframe the thinking by knowing that you can't take on the world on certain occasions. We we are people that are often not immediately understood. Ignorance does exist. And sometimes you just haven't got the time to explain it at that time or you need someone else to step in with you and for you. I would say that we have got the right to not fight. We, we just as much as we've got the the ability and right to fight if if you wish to. There's no contract that says we've got to take up every battle that we're confronted by. None at all. I as an advocate and a person who can get passionate will often say, no, no, not, not this time, not this time. I just, I, I just want to rest on this one without feeling guilty. I used to, I used to, but as I've got older, I've decided I can't take on every battle every time. So, so reframe it that you deserve to relax on a Sunday afternoon just like everybody else. And if someone's tried to disturb it and you don't want them to be successful in disturbing it well you may decide not to take up that particular matter yep without being negative because i am a positive person i do feel that such attitudes and practices and discriminatory outcomes are not decreasing i remember 30 years ago talking about the same things that we're talking about now the only way that this is going to be reduced is to have effective legislation that enforces anti-discrimination, not just says that it's going to. And next week in the program, we'll be discussing discrimination in the workplace. And if you'd like to contact Martin, you can call 1-800-033-660, 1-800-033-660. If you've experienced discrimination of this sort, I would encourage you to reach out to Martin and find out what you can do about it, because of course every case is slightly different. So information provided in this program should be considered indicative only and uh, not specific information relating to your case. There are of course many forms of discrimination that blind and vision impaired people face on a regular basis, some of which we've talked about in the program and uh, many of which we have not. But uh, we're always interested to hear about successful discrimination case resolution and how you've gone about managing that. If you'd like to uh, provide some more information, new.horizons at bca.org.au, new.horizons at bca.org.au. As to that, I'm always interested in new story ideas for New Horizons. If you've got an idea that you think would be good for the program, contact me on that email address, new.horizons at bca.org.au. 
If you'd like to contact Blind Citizens Australia, the phone number is 1800 033 660. 1800 Au. You can look at the BCA website, of course, if you're interested in finding out about the work of Blind Citizens Australia and about issues that affect people who are blind or vision impaired across the country and uh, how you might go about donating to Blind Citizens Australia. The web address, of course, is bca.org.au. New Horizons goes out each week on behalf of Blind Citizens Australia through the RPH network and other broadcasting services across Australia. We thank those partner organisations for broadcasting the programme and uh, we encourage you to listen to those stations as well. If there's a station in your area that you think should take New Horizons for the benefit of the community, get in touch with them and have them contact Blind Citizens Australia and uh, we can work out the best way for them to get the programme. And if you're listening to this on one of those stations and you'd like to subscribe to the podcast feed and have a look at back episodes of the program, you can do that by going to your podcast app of choice. And of course, this works on many of the accessible player devices as well. Search for Blind Citizens Australia and you'll find two feeds there. One of them is New Horizons and the other one is Blind Citizens News, our regular news magazine. If you'd like to know more information, contact BCA. In the meantime, I'm Vaughan Benison. Take care. I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams Of our dreams